Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. This is episode number 88. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Happy freaking new year if you're listening to this when it releases. It is 2023 now, which is so wild to think about. And, you know, we're starting off a whole new year, so it is going to be an exciting year. I'm excited for all the things to come for the podcast, all the amazing guests, knowledge, experiences, stories that I'm going to be able to share with you guys and just destigmatize all of these quote-unquote taboo topics and really just be your true, raw, real self. So if that resonates with you, I would love to know and just, you know, check out some of my past episodes. There's definitely something for everyone here on My Naked Mindset. And what we're all about here is really just being your real, raw, honest self and just a judgment-free zone. And I absolutely love being able to spread this awareness and these stories with you guys. So please rate, review, and share it with your friends because word of mouth is a beautiful referral and I always appreciate it. And if you do want to hear me talk about a specific topic or, you know, have someone on the guest that's specific, definitely reach out to me and let me know because I would love to hear your feedback and maybe episodes that you are really enjoying that you want more of or if you want me to go, you know, deep dive into a certain topic, definitely reach out to me. I have an incredible guest on today and I hope you guys enjoy and learn something about yourself from this episode. So without further ado, here it is. All right, everyone. So we have a very special guest today. She is a sex coach who helps women get in touch with their sexual truth by guiding them to deepen their relationship with themselves by exploring what they want from sex. Everyone, please welcome Lauren to the show. Hey. Hey, girl. I'm so excited to chat with you today and hear all about just everything about you and really get to know you more. I'm super, super excited. Yes, thank you for having me. Of course. So I always like to ask how you kind of got into, you know, coaching. I I would love to hear your story. Yeah. So I am, I'm a therapist and I'm an art therapist and I wasn't totally like, I love it, but it was, there was always felt like there was something missing and I kind of, I guess I discovered it more through my own self-discovery of kind of like codependency, uh, struggle with jumping from relationship to relationship and finding my value outside of myself and other, like needing that validation from outside of myself versus like giving it to myself. Mm. So I started taking pole classes and that pole class led me to learn how to be sexy for myself and to also like realize like I can give certain things to myself that I don't need to depend on somebody else to give me so Mm. when I started pole dancing I got really in touch with my own sensuality and sexuality and I started like googling like sex coaching and sex therapy and like what should I do and um, I found the Sexual Health Alliance. I'm midway through that um, certificate to be a certified sex coach. And it feels like the right place to be. 
um, talking about talking about the taboo with a lot of people. Yes. And, but I also think that taboo of uh, a lot of this stuff is our true humanness. Right. So, so many people like feel like to be human, like emotion, sexuality, that's so taboo in our like mainstream culture um, that I'm just super excited and know I'm on the right path to get people to just be humans. Right, right. Because so many people are like, oh, sex is for just baby making or, you know, X, Y, Z, like they have like their, what they think it is. But in reality, it's like, it it should be about more than just having a baby or, you know what I mean? Like whatever their situation is, but it's like, it should be pleasurable and it should be enjoyable. And, and also masturbation, that's fucking normal. I yeah. want to normalize that. Yes, yes. You cannot it's- masturbate too much. <laughs> I don't right. In sex addiction, porn addiction, yeah. um, usually there's other symptoms that need to be resolved if that is something that you feel like is taking over your life. Right. 100%. Now, let me ask you this. Did you like grow up in a sex positive environment? I wouldn't, I would say it wasn't like sex negative, but it wasn't mm. talked about. Like we did not, okay. we did not, I don't remember having conversations with my parents but they also weren't very like judgmental. Like my mom did, I guess you could kind of say she was sex positive at 16, 17. When I got my first boyfriend, she was like, okay, we need to take you to Planned Parenthood and get you on birth control. Even if you're not having sex, don't tell me though, like kind of thing. (laughs) Um, So she, she was um, helpful in that and supporting me in that, but yeah, we never talked about it. Gotcha. I know. I always find it interesting because it's like, some you know sex coaches are like they were completely like sex positive environment and then some are like oh it was like not talked about at all and it was like hush hush like don't speak about it don't actually wicked weird story so one of my middle school friends moms when she started her period I know this is super random she started her period and she literally wrote her like death sentence like like a, a uh, not like a suicide note but she like literally thought she was dying because oh. her family never talked about periods with her so she literally was like I'm dying like I'm bleeding like what the yeah. fuck and I was like that's that's so sad so it's it, it really and I know that that's super random but like this stuff is so fucking important it really yeah. is and like talking about our pleasure and letting our partners or whomever we're with like hey, this is what I really enjoy and this is what I don't really enjoy. And it's okay to be pleasured. And there's such a shame and stigma around that. I know that your your content is amazing. Everyone will definitely plug her stuff um, at the end, but it's your content is so, so focused on this stuff. And I absolutely love it because it really, you are teaching people like, hey, this is okay and this is normal. And it's okay to ask for what you want or try out new things in the bedroom and explore because I, in my opinion, if we can, if we can know what we like and know what we want and maybe be interested in certain things and we're able to express that and communicate that, then you're going to be like a happy fucking person. Like, It's so, it's so critical. And I think a lot of people just think, oh, well, I'm, you know, I have to please my partner. It's not me that needs to be pleased. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's such a hard thing to really break down because I think it's ingrained in people's heads. Like, oh no, I just need to please my male partner. 
it's so it's so crazy so I like I said I love your content it's so educational and it's 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 really talking about things that need to be talked about of course this is why I absolutely love talking to people like you and just really getting to the root of some of these things because like you said like you you had learned so much through your therapy and then like now you're like oh my gosh like and I love your story too the pole dancing I 100% need to try I've always wanted everybody to try everybody everybody yeah I need to do it it just because I feel I feel like you were probably and I would be I would be probably terrified to start it because I'm like I'm not even like that good of a dancer dick I, I could not move my hips to save my life <laughs> and that's what was beautiful about it is like learn yeah. how to like play and move my body and like right. see, move your pelvis so much like that's where all our sexual energy is and it was just like healing it was so right healing. I think that's another like element that I love about sexuality is when you tap into that like that there's there's healing in that there's right. there's so much so many spectrums that we could explore when it comes to sexuality right, right. Healing. oh I love that that and it's it is such a cool thing too. like when we try out something new and then it just like sparks something else in our brain there and you're like oh my gosh like I could do something with this and that's kind of sounds like what you did with like your coaching and I I I love it that's so cool um so let's talk about living in your sexual truth and what that means like can you explain like the can you define that for my listeners Yes. So living in your sexual truth. So I've done a lot of content on this recently and really like breaking it down. And it's really about identifying your values. What are, what is true for you and what do those values mean to you? Um, Really knowing how to communicate boundaries to make sure you're safe and that the people around you are respecting you and how you want to be treated. Taking responsibility in all life, life things, like, so taking responsibility for your pleasure, you're responsible for your orgasm and how you're pleased. Your partner cannot read your mind. Um, taking responsibility for how some of your relationships have played out. Taking responsibility how you show up daily in your life, going to work, how you're a parent, like whatever roles you take on, like really looking at that. What is my responsibility and how do I contribute to either my suffering or my happiness mm. um, kind of thing? And really like, and then also bringing in pleasure, where is the goodness in my life, whether that is sexually or it is just like sitting in the bubble bath and like being super relaxed, like, where can I find pleasurable moments throughout my day to be really connected to myself? Another element I would say would be being present focusing on the here and the now. Like I do not have the past and I do not have the future. I have this one second in front of me and what am I going to do with it? Wow. That's so powerful. And I think us being in the present is sometimes very, very difficult. Um, I mean, I think technology has a huge factor in that. Like everyone's on their phones. Like um, I always try to be cognizant of like, if I'm out with friends or if I'm at dinner, like don't touch the phone. I always have it in my purse. Like I'm not the type of person to put it up on the table. I just, I put it in my purse. It stays there unless I have to like whip it out to show a picture, yeah. but like, and that can be really hard for people of really trying to just like focus on what is right in front of them. Like you said, 
and truly being able to like be in completely in the moment yeah um there's so many distractions I mean it's it's very I I find it sometimes challenging I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that just like really being able to focus um I mean do you have any tips for like staying present and being in the moment yeah so it and it, what, another thing that was coming up while you're talking to is like I'm a therapist and now I'm a sex coach so I, I work with emotions mm-hmm. and now I'm working with sexuality and we literally like a lot of our lives I feel like a lot of people disassociate from themselves they disassociate yeah. from their, their emotions they disassociate from their bodies And due to shame, due to stigma, due to being shamed if we cry or being shamed if we're really, we're really loving the pleasure that we're receiving. And so we're, and we're constantly striving to just be happy and life is so good and nothing's bad. And, you know, when in reality, life is both, it's bittersweet, it's really shitty, and it's really great all at the same time. And they both can exist at the same time. And I think there's a lot, there's an element that we also need to accept that life can really suck, but also be really beautiful at the same time. And so, and I think mindfulness can help us get into that being in present. And when I say mindful, mindfulness, I just mean being in the present moment. A lot of people hear mindfulness, and they think meditation, It doesn't have to go there. It could go there, but as simple as taking a shower and paying attention to the temperature of the water and the smell of the soap and how the loofah feels on your body, like just taking those quick moments to pay attention to what is happening in the here and the now eating Mm -hmm. lunch. What am I eating a chip? Is it crunchy? Is it salty? Like in describing those things when we're having sex, what is, what am I hearing? What am I seeing? What am I physically feeling? What am I smelling? So tapping into our senses and staying in the here and the now and describing what's going on in the here and now is how I would say for people to, um, is my tip for them to manage that. Oh, I love that. That is so, that's so, that's such a good way to think about it too. Cause it's like, you're you're trying not to because I'm an overthinker I think a lot of people in this world are and my my mind is constantly going and like what is going to happen next and and I think really focusing on like you said your senses because that's like a perfect example of what you can literally do like okay I'm seeing this okay I'm feeling this like this feels really nice and and I love the sex thing too because sometimes I find that if I'm not in the right headspace when I'm having sex or I'm about to foreplay is happening, it's not enjoyable. Like yeah. or I'll just be completely not present and I'll be thinking of X, Y, and Z when I'm like, okay, Janae, you need to just like focus on literally what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like I really truly need to be in the right mindset to have sex. Like it yeah. sounds kind of weird, but it's true. Oh, I think, a lot, I mean, it makes sense. It's, I think a lot of us think there's something wrong with us when we're not ready to just Mm -hmm. let's do it. Let's get down to it. Boom, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Like, no, like it might work that in the beginning when you first meet somebody and like the chemistry and your libido is really high and the unknowns there. But Mm -hmm. after time, sex takes work and it takes present. It takes um, for yourself to be in the present moment to do that work and to get the sex that you want to have. Exactly. Yeah. And when you were talking about like, the boundaries and all the other living intersexual truth it really is like boundaries is a huge one and I think um what were some of the other ones the first one was values values 
love that. That is huge. And I think really breaking down what your values are um, is, is so important. And I think really being able to say, okay, like this is what it, my happiness brings me. I really need these things. And I want to, I want to show up for people with these things and really being able to know like, okay, I really need to, and mine is fun. Like I need to make things fun for me to get through whatever it is that I have to do. Um, and I think that's, that's so important. And that, that's a good thing to really know about yourself. Cause then you can kind of bring that into all the aspects of your life. Yep. And the values like help you set your boundaries and like what you want to take responsibility for. I usually mm. like, I go through, I do a little, um, it's like a card sort of a hundred values and I have you sort them out and then I have you pick your top 10 kind of thing. And that way you can get super clear and it's not, cause I think another thing that I've struggled with is I just think about it in my mind and it's like, those are my values. Yep. Mm-hmm. But there's no accountability to myself when mm. it's not, when I didn't physically do something and actually define them for myself. So yeah. I think physically doing the card sort is a way to like hold myself accountable um, to follow through and hold those values to a really high standard. So I'm moving through life authentically, happily and safely. Yeah, I love that. It's and I feel like when we learn more about ourselves, it, it's almost like it sparks us to be like, um, like, what else can I learn? Like, I personally, I, I mean, obviously, you're always learning about maybe your partner or your friends. But like, sometimes I think people forget to really deep dive into learning about themselves more. And I think that's so valuable. That's so important. Because I think when you learn more about yourself, then you can like really grow and evolve and bring that into your work life, bring that into your relationship, your friendships with yourself. And, and um, I think another part of that is really being able to, to, like you were saying, make yourself happy, find out what, what, what sparks your fire and really being able to take yourself out on a date. Like I, when I was single, I feel like I did so much learning about myself. It was the the things that I learned just from, just from being alone, like living alone for a couple of years, like that time in my life was so critical to really being able to evolve and being able to know what we want. Yeah, I know you can, I'm sure you can relate to that of just like, Definitely. I mean, I feel like you are just like, I mean, it's just from what I've hear, I've heard in like the, our group sessions that we have. Um, I feel like you are just like doing all of the amazing work and just like really like making yourself just evolve and grow. And, and, and it's, it's so nice to see people like really being able to, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but just like really being able to utilize like all the things that they, they have the resources that they have in front of them and being able to actually use them in real life. Like that's huge. It's so I would important. Say, yeah. All the things that I've pulled, I'm putting in them into practice. And that's like yeah. the biggest, like, as far as like therapy goes, like if you don't, you don't put any of that stuff into practice. If you read a self-help book, if you learn a new skill, you know, and you don't put into practice, it's not going to work. It's just, it's going right. to good for one second and then it's going to go away. 
So until you're like doing some of this stuff daily and holding yourself accountable mm-hmm. and setting those boundaries and, you know, doing what's best for yourself, nothing's going to change. You're going to stay in right. the same pattern that isn't serving you. Maybe the pattern served you at one point in your life, but currently it doesn't serve you anymore. And so, yeah, like I would say for myself, I've definitely put in the work to get where I'm at right now. And damn, I'm surprised at where I'm even at. (laughs) Codependent Lauren back in the day would not, would not be so comfortable in saying, I'm going to be alone and date myself right now in this present moment. And like, trust my gut that if I just love myself, whatever is supposed to come find me will eventually come to me when it's ready. And when I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So if you could tell your your codependent Lauren, like advice, what would you tell her? Oh man, what would I tell her? <laughs> I don't know if she'd believe it though. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. But I that's don't amazing. Know if she'd believe it because there I would go through all these like, you know, I'd be with my therapist and I would do like codependent workbooks and it's like go on a heart sabbatical, don't date people, don't have sex. And I was like, are you joking right now? I cannot survive if that doesn't happen. Like I needed to go, 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 go. I need to be finding my next dude. Like I've just been in this weird long distance relationship for two years where none of my physical needs were getting met. And now Mm -hmm. I got broken up with and I'm right back in the scenario, if not worse, because nobody's here to like take care of me and love me and fuck me and (laughs) take me on a date. And so I had to just like grieve that, that shit I didn't get to do with that person And I was like, Lauren, wake up. Like, you got to do this stuff for yourself. You got to, and some, I don't, honestly, I don't believe it myself, but I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on me. I deleted the dating apps. I'm going to focus on like physical movement, journaling, my business, pole dancing, and helping other women connect to that truth, connect to their core. Cause that's another thing. I feel like a lot of us are searching everywhere around us to heal us and help us when it starts with, it starts with you. It doesn't start with anything around you. Nobody's going to save you. Nobody's going to comfort you. Nobody's going to help you until you do it yourself. And I do want to acknowledge we are social beings and being in relationship with people is super, super important. Mm. But when you don't got, when you don't have that, you got to create it for yourself, whether you're in relationship or you're single, there's got to, there's your responsibility. Where's your responsibility to like, take care of yourself kind of thing. That's so powerful. And that's it's amazing because you like we just said you're doing all the work and now it's so you're like you're walking the walk and like yeah. now you're teaching other women and I think that's that's incredible I, I absolutely love that and it and it I know you're so freaking passionate about it so it's like I'm sure that radiates into your clients like that's so powerful so what would you say like how like when you're you know talking with your clients helping them through you know really living their their truth um can you explain like how it really radiates through all of these different parts of our life yeah so as soon as you start how how do I want to answer this as soon as you start identifying these like values these boundaries taking responsibility getting pleasure centering your pleasure you're gonna you're gonna grow more confident You're going to be able to go into that job interview and say, I know what I want. I know what I need. Are you going to give it to me? And if you don't, I'm going on to the next person who will, you know, same, like, I would say that's the same with relationship. Um, 
do you have what I, do you have, do you meet these requirements or mm -hmm. do you not? Because if you don't, I know I'm trusting that somebody out there is going to give that to me. Um, and it takes time though. I would say like, this is, this journey of mine has taken six plus years to get where I'm at. And it's mm -hmm. all through experimentation. That's another thing I like to have people do. It's like experiment what works for you because what works for somebody down the road is not going to work for you. Um, we might have similarities and we can relate on certain things, but you're still your own individual that has its own wants and needs. Um, mm. That's going to work for you. That's not going to work for somebody else. So let's experiment and just see. Right. Right. And then with that experimenting, you can really figure out like, Oh, okay. You know, this is really working for me and I really need to work on, for example, like my pleasure and like, what am I really enjoying and really being able to utilize that and, and being able to say, oh, okay, you know what? I really like doing X, Y, and Z. And now I'm going to try something different. So I think pleasure, I mean, the pleasure part is just, I feel like it's so important. I think a lot of people don't really like I said about the sex thing, it's like they really think that like it's just for one thing or it's just, you know, you just have to do it in a relationship. And it's like, that's not the truth. Like you can, and, and there's so many parts of sex that we can talk about um, and just like orgasms and, and faking orgasms and just all of this knowledge and, and shame that us women are really just it's ingrained in our brains unfortunately like sex ed trash Gosh. trash as kids like I think back at that shit and I'm like they didn't teach us all about like pleasure it was all like horrible like um what is what is the word abstinent, abstinent thank you yeah it's like and then just like STDs it's like guess fucking what like it is okay. Like we don't have to just be abstinent and like, it's, it's so insane to me, like what we were taught and like, that's just how we grew up. And now it's like, we're, we can actually learn other things and we can yeah. learn like, Hey, like this is normal and we can get pleasure out of this and we should, and we can, we should be able to tell our partner or whomever like, Hey, this is what I really am enjoying. Um, and I think that that's, that's just a huge factor in, in living out your sexual truth. And I, I absolutely love that, that part of it. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting to me. Um, so I guess what has your experiences been with like, really finding out like what your, you know, what your pleasure, what, what, like, what have you been exploring and what like has worked for you? Would you yeah. say? I would definitely say so. <laughs> not having a partner to engage with sex in for three plus years you got a lot of time on your hands totally and so it was just it did it forced me to buy the toys buy buy all the different kind of toys that I wanted to explore and um and not like I also feel like there would be a time where it's like okay I'm gonna set time set set time aside to masturbate and like shame would come up. Oh, you don't have anybody to do this with kind of thing. And mm -hmm. it's like, no, this is, this is for me. What, like what everybody thinks is not true. One, nobody's telling me that what I'm making right. 
own head is not facts, not facts at all. And I think getting rid of that voice also allows you to get in touch with your, your truth because the voice is not factual. It's not real. Um, but like listening to that gut voice of, no, I'm allowed to do this. I'm allowed to explore myself. And the more I explore myself, the better I can show up in relationships with other people and the better I can, um, communicate what I need from that partner. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I had a whole like years of exploring and buying things and buying lingerie for myself and, um, almost like setting up sexy time for myself because I wasn't getting it with another person. So I had to create the intimacy with myself. I love that though. Cause then it's like, you're making yourself feel good and you're trying out all of these new things and you can really gain that knowledge of, Oh, okay. You know, this is really working for me. And then you can, can, you know, use that whenever down the line, you have a new partner or what have you. And I think that that's, that's so powerful. And I think, I think women need to know that it is okay to explore. It is okay to, I just did an episode um, all about like, quote unquote, our hoe phase with another sex therapist. And we talked all about just like what we experienced and, and all of the things we learned because yes, we had good sex. We had bad sex and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But from that we learned, oh, okay. You know what? This is really I really fucking like this. And, you know, I want to try this, but I, I didn't really enjoy it. And like really gaining that knowledge and you can use it in so many different parts of your life. And I think, um, obviously toys, lingerie, I absolutely love that shit. It's so fun to like get a new toy. Oh my gosh. I have got one that I got recently and it's, it's like the clit sucker thing. And I like, I had never experienced that shit before. And I was like, holy like that thing is like the holy grail like I don't like them oh you don't no I see everybody rave about them and I'm just like the same for me you know so that's another example of how different everybody is right right so it was like the g-spot plus the clips and I really like (laughs) I like the g-spot thing with the clip sucker because the two together is just in my opinion yeah, I only have the like, just clip sucker, so maybe I need to step up the, uh, the game. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, so I just always want to encourage women to just like just explore and try new things. Like I know so many, and I don't know if you can relate to this, but I know so many people that have never had a toy, that have never tried a toy. Like they do not own one. And I recently at the beginning of this year had a sex toy party and so many of my girlfriends came and they were like oh my god like I've never had this and they got one and they like really enjoyed it and I was like you know what you're living out your freaking sexual truth because that is what this is all about is trying out new things and and I think that kind of goes into my next question if someone you know a couple comes to you or I guess one person um and they really want to try something new in the bedroom but they don't know how to share that with their partner what do you like how do you recommend someone introducing someone something new yeah so I think I think getting like getting knowledgeable and like Mm. facts on it like one explore it with yourself and say okay I really like this and so when you go to your partner you can be like hey I've been really I've been playing with this and I really enjoy this and I would love to like incorporate it in our play what do you Mm. think about that And, you know, 
I can't, we don't know how somebody's going to react, but if they react really mm-hmm. shittily, then it's like, maybe we need to rethink our partner. But then if they're kind of like timid, but open, like slowly, <clears throat> slowly playing around with it, like let them play with yeah. it, let them control it, or you control it. And they watch like, there's that's the thing. There's so many things. Mm-hmm. This is why I love saying experimentation because you have to, you have to like trust in your gut what you want to do moving forward and you have the knowing it's you just have to trust yourself on allowing you to to do it and move forward with it and so yeah I just conversation like communicate 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 I cannot stress that enough I feel like so many of us are people pleasers we don't want to offend the other person um we think there's something wrong with us. We think they think there's something wrong with them. And then we're like both not getting anything we want because we're both in our shame spirals instead of just talking about it and realizing none of the things that we had in our head were actually even true. Mm. So just talking about it, be blunt. Like I've gotten really blunt recently in my life and it's just, it's serving me so much more than I would be if I was beating around the bush and not saying what I needed to say. Like it's a waste of time and energy. <laughs> it's an oh energy suck on yourself. It's not getting you what you want. And so I encourage to practice bluntness and just learn yes. it out. Just say right. it. Right. Because the worst that can happen is that they'll be like, oh, like, I don't know if I'm really into that. Or like you said, they'll be like kind of timid, kind of like nervous or maybe like eager about like, oh, I don't know, like it's, and, and like you said, you can literally just like slowly ease into it or you could like send them a video like, oh, like I really like, would really like to try this. And I think if some people are on like the more shy side, like I think it's okay to send a text. I always say that like, it's okay to send a text if you're too nervous to like talk about it in person. Um, And then you can kind of and I always, I always say this and blame it on me. You can literally be like, I was listening to this podcast and Janae was saying X, Y, Z. And she's, you know, she was talking about this topic. Like, I don't give a shit. Blame it on me. Blame it on my podcast. I don't or give a listen fuck. to this podcast together. Listen, listen to yes. this podcast together, you know? Right. I love it. And it's just, like you said, communication. It's like, like I said, the worst thing that, that that's going to happen is they're going to say, no, maybe I'm not into that, but I find that if you slowly, like, if you bring it up a few times, I can almost guarantee that your partner is going to be like, you know what? She really wants to try this. If they're a supportive partner and they want to please you, they're going to be on board. Right. Right. 100%. Like, I remember my fiance was like, totally not into handcuffs. And I was like, I've had them. I've tried them before, like with other partners, but I was like, I really want to do them with you. And he was like completely like, I even showed them to him. I was like, Hey, like this is what they look like. They were like cute and fuzzy black, like feathers. He was just like, no. And then I like did it again, like a couple months later, I was like, Hey, like, and like just bringing it up like every once in a while, I think, like you said, your, if your partner is like all for your pleasure and, you know, pleasing you and making you happy and vice versa, I think that they're going to be pretty open to it. And then the next time we did it, he was like, all right, let's try it out. And and it was fun because it was almost like, it was almost like a bonding moment because yeah. I was like, I was obviously excited. Like, oh my God, we get to do play with the handcuffs. And then we ended up breaking them, <laughs> which was actually really funny. I was like, wow, I need to get a new pair now. <laughs> so it's like, and, and again, I thought it was hilarious. Like 
it was just like a cute little moment and and now it's like now he's completely fine with them it's almost like you desensitize someone to it kind of well yeah you got to get like knowledge to it yeah like I love that desensitization yeah definitely like um for me like I could just simplify it for food like if it's something new and I've never tried it I'm going to be standoffish to it and then it does it takes me a few it's like okay let's smell it maybe like there's a there is a process to even or trying new things in general going for like a job interview because there's nervousness like Yeah, there, there's nothing wrong with like taking things slowly and talking it out. And and then maybe that person though really is like it's a hard no for them. And then you gotta right. compromise and you gotta figure out maybe a different different way of going about that. Mm, yeah. And I think just I know we talk about this a lot in our our classes that we do, um, prioritizing our pleasure. So if someone is not familiar with with that how would you how would you say that they you know do that and and what how do you kind of define prioritizing your pleasure so I went through life really like sleeping with men and my orgasm never being an issue like being on the table honestly me even asking for them are they even caring which that's not true some of them did care but it was like I didn't I didn't have the mental capacity to get there with them either so but I stopped like being like, oh, you got off. That's cool. Let's go on. Just like we're done versus like, nope, we're still playing. Even if you got off or you're going to get me off before you get off or we don't even need to make the goal orgasm. Just make sure I'm getting something that I want and I like kind of thing and making sure that's in the room because it's not always acknowledged. It's not talked about. Um, and I think that's shifting and changing. I see that I've been with, um, I've been talking to multiple men recently and they're like, your pleasure matters to me. And it's like, whoa. And that's also proof that what I'm accepting into my life is shifting and changing because I don't think my last partners were necessarily like that. I don't think they really cared in a sense, like off, that's cool. Move on. So, um, I read this book called pussy and it's all about lead with your pussy and that's where your like intuition lies that's almost where your like sexual truth lies and so it's like I remember I was with uh somebody and I was like remember lead with your pussy like and it immediately was like this is not a performance ask for what you want and it was like I felt this like weird shift in the energy and I felt this like warm light in my belly and it was like okay this is what centering my pleasure is leading with my pussy like even if he's not it, like, that's not his goal. I'm taking responsibility for my pleasure right now and shifting that mindset of me being one with my body, my truth and getting what I want kind of thing. I love that. And it's so important. And like we're saying in this podcast, there there should not be a shame around that. Like we deserve pleasure as much as men do. Right. Like, and, and I think that is a huge factor of when, um, you know, a male orgasms, like a lot of people think like, oh, well, the sex is over, but you're right. No, it's fucking not over. If I haven't gone off. Like I want to be pleasured. I want to feel good. And I think that's something I think a lot of women don't really fully understand that it doesn't have to be over just because one partner orgasms, like it should be equal and it should also be you know, not shameful to continue the fun, right? Because I think that that can be super fucking sexy. Like, 
you know, he gets off. Okay, cool. But like, hey, now let's play with some toys or let's get some oral or whatever you're enjoying. And I think that that, that should be more normalized, truly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, what really what really inspires you to like um to help out all these women and make you know their like help them find their sexual truth what inspires you um I just think the general like disempowerment of women in a sense like from a patriarchal standpoint um we hold so much power Mm. And I don't think everybody taps into that. And I really, for my own journey and shifting that mindset of like a victim mentality to know I'm in control and I can take responsibility and I have choices. It's just there. I have so much energy versus back in the day when I was giving my, all my energy away to things that didn't serve me, I never was going to be able to control. So I really mm-hmm. want to help women to be able to tap into what they do have control over um, just because they can have more fulfilling, happy lives. Like they can enjoy their job, their kids, their partner. Like they don't have to be lonely and disconnected. They get right. to have, they are entitled to just as much as everybody else um pleasure fun happiness like space to feel safe not shameful not on this like giant spectrum of this or that like not too slutty too slutty too happy not too happy too confident too insecure you know like we are constantly as women ping-ponging between these two extremes and I want to get women to realize, fuck those extremes. I'm going to live in my reality and my world because I do have choices and I don't have to let this outside force affect me if I don't wow. want that. You just nailed it. That is, that's so beautiful. It really is like, that is so powerful. And what you're doing is amazing. I absolutely love like that. You're literally, I mean, I can tell like this, this stuff fires you up and it's, it's, it's so inspiring to me. Like I obviously like with this podcast, I want to destigmatize these things. I want to talk about them. And I, I think it's so important that we are talking about these things and making it more not taboo and not like shameful, like you said, and not just like, oh my gosh, like I shouldn't talk about this. And, and, and knowing that it's okay and it's normal to feel those things, but it's not okay to live in your, I don't know what the opposite of sexual truth, sexual false. Oppression. <laughs> right, right. It's like, we shouldn't be in that, in that reoccurring, like people pleasing, like you were talking about. Because I think a lot, I mean, I am a recovering people pleaser. So I completely can relate to when you were talking about that. It's, it's such a, it's a cycle and it's exhausting. Yep. And when you are trying to please and make happy, you know, please everyone else except for yourself, like that's gonna, you're gonna be burnt out real quick. Yeah. You're never gonna, and it's, you're never gonna get anywhere. And you constantly question, I'm doing everything right. I'm giving everything right. they want. Why am I not getting what I want? Because right. you're doing something completely impossible. And nobody probably asked you to do it in the first place. <laughs> yes, that is so true. And I think that kind of goes back to just like really trying to 
learn all these things about yourself because like we said it's it it is so valuable like the things that you can really learn about yourself is is incredible and I think I mean I'm the type of person that always likes to learn more things and just like always evolve and grow and do more and that's just kind of how I've always been and I think you know when you were talking about like going into like the job interviews and stuff like that like you really can use all of your sexual truth with every aspect of your life and that's that's so incredibly valuable that's so powerful like and I'm sure like through all of this like when you're talking about confidence that I mean all of these aspects I'm sure really like enhance your confidence and really being able to like walk into a room and be like I know what I bring to the table yep like yep. that's 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 powerful mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I love it and we all have it in us we just have right. to like nurture it and like fan the flame instead of allowing all these outside and ourselves to like shut it down yeah that's actually that's a good call too because like I'm I'm assuming some like do you get asked a lot like oh well what if what if I don't know what I like like are people like hesitant on learning about themselves ever yeah because well I think there's also this element of nobody knows what they need and want because they're needless or wantless because they've been giving everybody around them their they've been meeting their needs hypothetically or appearing that they've been meeting those needs and they get to this point where they don't even actually know what they want or need um, Mm. in the first place right that's interesting is there like one question or a couple questions that you get like asked the most like through your practices Hmm. I'm trying to think. I know that's. I feel one. like it's such a huge spectrum. No. Yeah. No. Nothing like t- super specific. I think what's interesting, a, a lot of people are like, we we just fight because we have we don't know how to communicate, or our commu- our communication skills are off, and it's like mm-hmm. you guys know how to communicate. You're just not actually communicating. Like you're not saying what you want. Yes. You're afraid They're you're like gonna- going. Right, they're going all around it except for yeah. saying what what they want or need. Yeah. And then there's another element of not taking what the other person's telling you personally either. Mm. That's yeah. That one's hard. That's that one I had to get over. I had to get through. I still get through it. But like, right, right. remember, like this person is their own entity, their own authentic self, and just because they want something does not mean I'm inherently unworthy. Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Girl, you are killing it. <laughs> I absolutely love this conversation. Any any last thoughts before we get into our game? Um I think earlier we mentioned faking orgasms. Oh, and yes. Faking I just orgasms. wanted to say I think it's like 70% of women say they faked an orgasm. And I think this also goes back to like your partner wants to please you. So by you like lying and saying you're having an orgasm is not like your partner doesn't want that for you. They want you to have an orgasm. So it's important to like reel that back in and communicate like, Hey, I'm not really having an orgasm. Can we try this? Can we try that? Also majority of women need clitoral stimulation to orgasm and penis and vagina sex is not the way for most women to orgasm. Um, some women can do it, um, but majority of women cannot, and they need that clitoral stimulation 
to have an orgasm. So stop faking orgasms, communicate. It's okay. You will not die from communicating what your needs are. You will be okay. And if anything, you'll actually get what you want if you just communicate. Right, right. And I, I've definitely asked people this before. If someone was faking an orgasm, do you just recommend them saying like, hey, you know, that wasn't maybe what I thought it was? Or I mean, how do you? I would say not talking about it in the moment. I would be like, yeah. have a conversation outside of the bedroom and just being like, hey, this, I don't know how you're going to feel hearing this, but I've been faking it. And I don't want to do that anymore because I don't think it serves myself. And I don't think it serves you or our relationship to fake it anymore. And I want to explore ways that I actually can get off. Um, mm-hmm. And also giving yourself permission that it takes a woman 20 to 40 minutes to get off versus a man. It takes what, five to 13 in between there, those numbers. So reminding yourself that it takes time and it's okay. And if your partner really wants to please you, they'll be down with doing whatever you need for 20 to 40 minutes. 100%. We'll probably love it. Worship right. it. Wor- like they want to worship you if they love you. <laughs> exactly. Worship the pussy. Yes. Worship it now. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Oh my gosh. That was perfect. Perfectly said. All right. Are you ready for our game? Yes. Okay. So the first one is, are you an early riser or a night owl? Early riser. Early riser. Pizza or pasta? Pizza. Pizza. Me too. That's my fave. Um, would you rather have the ability to talk to animals or the ability to control weather? Talk to animals. I have two cats and they're my soulmates, so I need to talk to them. <laughs> yes. Love that. Night sex or morning sex? Morning sex. All the sex. Both the sex. All the time. <laughs> morning <laughs> morning is really great too. <laughs> yes. Especially when it, and you have like a busy day and you're like, now I'm just like happy. I feel good. I feel relaxed. Like then you can start your day. Love it. And it's like, it can be like that lazy sideways stuff. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. I love it. Um. If you had to have only oral sex for the rest of your life or only sex toys for the rest of your life. Only oral or sex toys? Oh, ooh, that's a hard one. <laughs> I don't, like, I, to be, like, completely blunt, like, it's really hard for me to come with a man. So, like, in this present moment, I'm going to go with sex toys, but I'm hoping in the future I can change that to oral when I find a partner who I can, like, experiment and trust and come with yes love that for you uh would you rather live in the playboy mansion or live in a strip club oh my god both sounds dangerous not because <laughs> of, <laughs> no like downplay on sex work but damn stories i've heard from both places um right, right. that's a good one strip club or i'm gonna go with the mansion because that seems like i could find a really comfy bed to lay in <laughs> I love that. That was like the best answer I've ever heard. Comfy bed. Fuck yeah. That shit. That's probably going to be the most expensive yeah. bed I, I would ever I do not want to be sleeping on the freaking strip clubs. Like, safe. <laughs> no thanks. So true. Um, This one might be a tough one for you. Never self-pleasure again or never have sex again? Oh my Jesus. I've been self-pleasuring for three years now. So, huh. Never have sex again or never self-pleasure again. How do you choose? 
How do you choose? That's a tough one. I know. I don't even know what my answer would be, to be honest with you. I'm gonna go with like. Ooh. I'm gonna have to go with self pleasure because I can get off that way. So I gotta stick with that. One hundred percent. Because I could have somebody lay with me right there and self pleasure. So. I, I got loopholes around these questions. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's so good. Um, would you rather explore like temperature play or like handcuffs, whips, that type of stuff? Girl, all of that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, actually, I want all of I that. I want all of that. I am not limiting myself. <laughs> love, love that answer. Um, would you rather glow, like your whole body glow pink when you're attracted to someone or glow red when someone annoys you? Ooh, oh my God, that's vulnerable. I'm going <laughs> red when they annoy me. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. <laughs> would you rather receive chocolate or receive flowers or like a plant? I'd rather receive a plant, like something that's not going to die. Mm, love that. This one might be hard. Would you rather always make out for three hours or only have sex for seven minutes every time? Oh, Jesus. What is this nonsense? <laughs> three hour make out or seven minute sex? Mm. Is Are we defining making out only, only kissing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is there any like dry humping? Oh, yes. I would say yes. We're making Other it hours, probably. Love it. Yes, girl. That's awesome. Um, would you rather have an orgy with strangers or an orgy with all of your ex-boyfriends? Strangers. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fucking nuts? I'll, I, I, I can't picture that. Actually, it would be too weird. If I was with my ex-boyfriends, they'd all be fighting because they'd be so jealous. <laughs> true that's true I didn't even think of that um would you rather have no phone for one year or no sex for one year no phone for one year no sex for one year no phone no phone would you rather have eyes that film everything or ears that record everything oh man probably film everything Film everything. Love. Sunrise or sunset is the last one. Sunset. Sunset. In the Love. summer, not in the winter. Yes. Shit sets too early. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. Oh my God. Well, that was so much fun. Thank you so much for being so vulnerable and sharing your story and all of your amazing knowledge. I'm sure people are really going to just love this conversation. So thank you so much for being here today. Um, let everyone know where they can connect with you. So right now I'm only on Instagram at Oh Yeah Coaching. Um, you can also find me on my website, ohyacoaching.com. Um, but those are the two places I am currently. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Lauren, for being here. Yes, thank you for having me. This was fun. Wow, I absolutely loved that conversation with Lauren. It was such a blast. This is something that I think people can really work on themselves enjoy your pleasure, really, you know, learn more about your inner core and be able to utilize that in so many aspects of your life. So I hope you guys enjoyed and took something away from this episode. 
definitely connect with Lauren. She is so, you know, knowledge base entertainment on Instagram. She's has so much great content. So definitely follow her. And you know where to connect with me at My Naked Mindset on all of your social media. And definitely check out my website. I have some cute merch. Check it out. And yeah, I hope you guys tune in for another episode of My Naked Mindset next week. Okay, bye.